What? Is he even up? It's your boy Crabman. He was my boy Eckenstein. That's right. Welcome to the Hypnotic Hootout. How are we all doing? Doing very good. You're a bit to the side, aren't you? A bit to the side. Well, that's a good start for today. Um, my week has been good. How has your week been? Pretty good. Pretty good. All things considered. Half and half. Yeah, not an up and down, right? <laughs> but uh, a tendency of up. Mm. Indeed. What did we do? We had some meetings. Did we? Oh yeah, we had we had meetings, right? We did have meetings, right? Well, meetings we did have one meeting. Oh, we could have had two, but I mean, I guess we had more meetings than that. But the person we were meeting with didn't. So that's right. We meeted. We meeted. We didn't let this uh, discourage us from meeting. Mm, exactly. Um, we were there for the full half hour. Yeah. <laughs> and I wrote. I wrote a person. Uh, I tried to wrote to write like a, a professional but like low-key angry email saying I don't want to be rude but this is after like I, I wrote him like this is the day where we I think he wanted to meet at that time it was early in the morning wasn't it yes it was early in the morning that's what he wanted to and meet it was midday the early morning once they showed up ah, okay okay good 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 um, yeah, no, he wanted, maybe it was his suggestion, he wanted to talk yeah. to us, he already, scheduled three times, yeah, he or like didn't show up the third time, and asked yeah. then to reschedule. Well, he, he didn't show up the first time, Yes. the second time he rescheduled before, oh. and then uh, this time he didn't show up again. <sighs> wow. So I wrote him, I don't want to be rude, but this is the third time we tried to meet, but only for you to reschedule, mm. I think that's enough, or... Uh, yeah, let's let's leave it at that. I, I think I wrote, and then uh, he answered, "Ah, oh, no worries. If you need this and that, blah 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 blah." And I was like, oh, "I was not, not angry enough in the email." Uh, and he hasn't fun. felt the pain I wanted him to feel because I was too cautious, too nice. Well, that's. I think it was plenty angry. It was clear. <laughs> what, what? Yeah, you read that. Yes, of course. But how can you answer, no worries? He didn't even say, I'm sorry. Well, because he wanted to pitch us his stuff still. I mean, they're still hustling. He could just say, I'm sorry, here's the stuff, but... <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, lots of, yeah, lots of new emails. Lots of spam as well. Has the spam increased on your email accounts? Like on all my accounts, more than both my main accounts, it has increased. I mean, a weird thing that I've noticed is that I keep getting like really nonsensical emails from our contact forms about manuscript something, manuscript, manuscript services. But like they yeah. offer like manuscript restoration and it's a weird like, it's it reads like AI spam. Okay. So, But it has always something to do with like transcription or something. And it's like three words, there's no links, nothing. It always comes from different, like I can't find a common origin to hmm. like block that or anything. It's it's just weird. Wait, I don't get these. 
How, how come you get them if it's on the form? Shouldn't we both get them then? Maybe it looked like normal spam. Maybe it was just. Possibly. I'm always curious what my what my spam is and if I can like block an IP address or something to get rid of it. Mm. If it all comes from about the same range, then I just block the range and be done with it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, they are they are tricky. I think like with the pandemic, they increased their workload. Maybe possibly. It certainly got more disgusting in the types of things they try to get you with. Mm-hmm. Not like exploiting people's and our anxieties, of course, that it does like now that's the yeah. spam topic in a lot of them, and it's kind of gross. I mean, not anxiety. Now people's anxieties now with the with and corona then, oh, and right. stuff, and people dying and health and, yeah, and yeah, all yeah. that stuff, and like I mean, I guess that's what they were always doing, but it feels <laughs> like extra gross somehow. <laughs> I guess I don't get that many like about of that kind. Mostly, it's it's Bitcoin. They're telling me, oh, one year ago, Bitcoin was this and that. Now it's th- this. Or like, Bitcoin is now the highest it has ever been. And I'm like, yeah, well, that's a, that's the worst time to buy it. So why are you <laughs> writing me this? This is just stupid. Hello. To Hello to you. <laughs> How are you all doing? I was playing Warhammer again. After watching you, I was like, "Yes." No, I think you had an idea. You had an idea that I then decided to steal. That's why I played it again. Oh, with the chimney. Uh, with did. with basically uh, appropriating the elders' ah. sacred altar. Oh, you did. <laughs> I did. Oh, nice. <laughs> like I'm working on it. It's okay. uh, it's a bit of a project, but we are, we can have a look oh, at it. Oh, yeah. That would be nice. Yeah. <laughs> I'm. Yeah, no, I'll show it a bit. <laughs> All right. <laughs> but so yeah, so we did that. Did we do anything else? So Rectings, they say uh, they're doing fine trying to stay motivated to make our own game. Yeah. Well, I guess that kind of fits with the other half. Oh, do we have a topic? What's the topic today, by the way? The topic is okay. work. Work. Yes. Mm. I, I figured it's going to be this. We had we had a little bit of a discussion, <laughs> so yeah, seeing each other's well, I mean, it's inspiring, and yeah, work is slightly less inspiring. Yes, or it's hard to to stay excited or to to not like run uh, into the ground. Well, work sucks basically. Well, it doesn't have to, but it, it's kind of. I feel like if it doesn't suck, it's not work. So well, okay. I feel like by definition, definition, work sucks. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but I don't, I don't, I don't define work like that. <laughs> of course, I don't. But uh, let's let's go uh, read our sponsor for today because today's uh, special day. We have. So do you wanna? Uh, you're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> we have a real sponsor today. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Wait. Uh, can you? Hold this for me. Hold this. Okay. So, today's, ep- <clears throat> today's episode is sponsored by Hypnotic Owl. Hypnotic Owl is Germany's number one owl-based indie studio, providing you with mostly free games since 2013. Wow. Go to hypnoticowl.com games to see a hand-picked selection 
of their finest products. And uh, yeah, thanks. I made that. Nice. <laughs> so do we want to start with the Valheim then? I, I have a little bit of a Valheim story time myself. Oh. Mm -hmm. Well, in that case, mm -hmm. suppose we should get it out okay. of the way. I hope that. But do we, do we want to keep it for the end? For we the don't end. know anything else anymore. Well, there's nothing else to say. Yeah, sure. <laughs> maybe. Or well, maybe like for in the middle. And when we get to this one, like <laughs> uh, have some nice visuals while we talk about boring things. Um, so I've got like one thing, it's a little bit more serious. Mm -hmm. Have you um, heard the whole Reddit drama? <laughs> I love which one. <laughs> <laughs> um, so apparently there, there is a person called Amy Chan... something something? Hey, Lindsay. Uh, Ch Chanel, Sean, Sean, Ch Chanel. Anyway, mm -hmm. um, so this person is, uh, is a UK resident and um, was hired by Reddit, and then like people mentioning her name were getting um, banned, and I was like, "Wow, it's kind of weird." Like just, just uh, I think. Just linking an article with her name in it got people banned, even mods on UK politics. Because Amy, I think is her name, is a UK or was a UK politician in the Green Party. Mm -hmm. And um, so there are a couple of problematic things. Her father uh, is a pedophile. Convicted, horrible things done. I'm not gonna mention any, but horrible. And after he was um, charged with these things, uh, she, Amy, went into politics for the Green Party and named her dad as some so, sort of like agent of something, something to help her. Uh, with with a different name, so kind of doesn't really like her, his nickname, and yeah, that, that like came to light. Uh, also, her husband um, has some pedophile tweets, which they claim that their account were was hacked. Didn't write it. So I don't know, but obviously, like for the Green Party, that's horrible. Uh, so she she had to, to leave, and then she was hired by Reddit because, well, Reddit admins are famous for being <laughs> <laughs> problematic. And yeah, I mean, Reddit Reddit has this. I like Reddit had for a long time the subreddit jailbait, which was like pictures of underage. Um, kids basically yeah and they they fought for it saying it was free speech like the reddit was defending it like the reddit company was defending it until it got into the media and then they took it away and the same thing happened here again like 
people were already critical, but then um, when the media came out with all that shit, um, now Amy isn't uh, working for Reddit anymore. So that, this is like the, the part that, that I... Uh, it's not really controversial, right? The controversial and problematic thing that comes into that Amy is a transgender woman. <laughs> so now we have a transgender woman who is kind of linked to one definite pedophile and one, you know, possibly or got hacked. And this has like this, this works on this narrative of trans people, of course. pedophiles. There's a link and I've read like lots of comments about um, that. And I, I know in the UK, the whole trans thing is really problematic right now. And yeah, I've seen like people starting, starting uh, like posting her, her picture with like calling her a pedophile. Though I have, there's nothing like suggesting that she's a pedophile. I mean, it's very weird because when her father did all this, she was living in the same house. Mm -hmm. So it's really sketchy anyway. <coughs> but of course it's going to be linked to, to like her being a trans woman. And yeah, I think that's why I wanted to talk about it, just to, because it's very, for, for me, it's very clear that this has nothing to do with that. But Obviously. finally, like people who hate or are afraid of trans people have like someone to point to and say, hey, look at that. There we have the connection of pedophilia and it's just weird. I don't know. Why, why do, we, do people do this? Like, it's not like people say that anyone who's in the church is a pedophile, right? That's not a link you would do, even though there are a lot of people mm -hmm. are pedophiles in the church. I don't know. Do you have thoughts? I mean, I, I don't know about this one. It sounds super weird. Um, in general, yes. The, it seems that in general, the situation for trans people is getting worse and worse. It's kind of kind of a really terrifying development in many places around the world. Um, yeah. What can one say about that? Uh, sounds like with you being on Twitter you, you you've heard all about it. <laughs> no, but I I'm here in general, like that fits a certain, you know, demonization tactics that you see everywhere, which, yes, also includes the whole J.K. Rowling thing, and yeah, it's just really pointless, hateful violence, and yeah. Don't know what one can really say to that. That's it, just come on, people don't jump to conclusions. Keep it with the facts. Don't try to like misuse stories like that to No of course. And, and don't be. don't get, get fooled by all those. Like there are a lot of like right wing propaganda accounts on Reddit and um yeah, that's that's part Twitter of the thing and that... all this stuff. 
that makes me suspicious. Like how how legit does all of this look? Like the what part? All of it, basically. Especially um, in the context. Well, of well the part that I started mm-hmm. completely legit. Like she's in the UK. Like there are articles about her, about her father, mm-hmm. all that stuff, legit. Okay. But as soon as like her connections and like her role and all that, and also like the 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 tweets from her husband, mm-hmm. um, which again he claims that that his account was hacked, and honestly, possible. it's it's quite possible. Like it's it's a tactic people do that. So I don't get. Uh, it's not. Th- not jumping to conclusions because of something like tweets that could or could not have happened. But of course, like saying I got hacked, that's also like the excuse for (laughs) stupid stuff like that. Um, Yeah, it's, it's a mess. It's really complicated. I, I try to check the validity as far as possible without like, Doing too much research, of course, because I have to do work. <laughs> but it's just so, um, yeah. I think like half of the Reddit subreddit of the subreddits went dark, like went into private mode to protest that uh, she she's a hire, and um, like the excuse of Reddit for like banning people mentioning her name and all that stuff is that they have like protection they wanted to protect her which is a good idea and they said that it's it went a little bit too far we have like automated bots who did it but then um apparently they were like it took hours before the people got banned and the stuff got removed which suggests to me that that was more like a moderator doing it and not a bot would have been faster Though I don't know the technical details there, so I'm willing to, I don't know. It's really hard because it's like all of these Reddit drama, like drama specifically about how Reddit runs and how the admins and the mods are, is it's always like a real shit show and you, you can, can't really believe anything like, it's um everybody has like preconceived notions about that since like uh i think i think spaz spaz like one of the founders who's a mod there he he's like the he's the reason why um the download was uh wasn't banned and he's also famous for like changing messages from in from people like Rewriting their comments, which of course is yeah. People have been asking themselves if this is like, if they should leave Reddit now, <laughs> if this is like the thing that makes them leave. Personally, I gotta say, um, I, I run an ad blocker, so they don't make any money from me. <laughs> I'll stay there. Um, it's a weird concept, Reddit, all in all, because. You know, the content comes like grassroots style from the bottom, but then you have like a structure top down as well. It all comes together at some point, like mods. Everybody can be a mod. They are not vetted, they are not checked. 
but you have also the admins who are paid by Reddit. Mm -hmm. And obviously they didn't vet her, uh, Amy, enough, or they wouldn't have, or maybe they did and they thought like, well, <laughs> we didn't mind jailbait, so why should we mind that? Um, I have no idea. It's a really bad look, again, for Reddit. Um, I still like the site somehow. I don't like the people running it. And I don't like all the trans hate that, that happens there because this Amy is a person like every person. And yeah, but so far, like, am I getting this right that her whole involvement is just being related to some people? Yeah. Okay, well. As far as we know, yeah. Well, and being trans, of course. Yeah, well, I don't know when it comes to these, uh, you know, I'm... And it's, you know, trying to curb uh, mob violence, right, harassment and stuff. Uh, Because what I'm thinking is that people start to cry out, oh my god, my comment is getting deleted, you're stifling my free speech. Mm. Um, but of course a lot of that gets abused to cause violence, because obviously speech that harms people isn't protected, that's just violence. And so that should be removed and curbed in some way, I mean that's basically a problem with social media, that doesn't exist. Um, it's a kind of, you know, I wonder, maybe that's a good idea. Maybe all things mentioning a certain thing should just generally be removed because honestly, we don't need to be talking about them, mm. especially if it involves a person who's barely involved. Well, you can at most say there's some gentle nepotism going on. Like she, she did, yeah, she did live with her father at the same time that happened in the same house and at what age? Uh, she was old. Oh, okay. Uh, she was, I think she was. And uh, she did like, uh, even knowing that he was charged with pedophilia, basically she she tried to you know, get get him into an office to help her with whatever. I, I, <laughs> I forgot what it was, but um, yeah, the problem was that, that he, he's like um, related to her. Hmm. It's that he has, yeah, open charges that <laughs> that's not looking good politically. And I, 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 that I don't know why she doesn't didn't see that and realize it. Maybe I don't know what's going I, on there. It's I don't know. It's uh, this these things they can really go either way. I mean, a person who would be abusing children is clearly also like I'm sure he didn't pick that up at fifty. You know, mm -hmm. probably abusive his entire life. And you know how complicated family dynamics are? And maybe he, like, sort of, you know, has a certain, you know, power control over, over him, yeah. certain power, can bully his way into that, and it's kind of like, okay, let him do this thing, mm -hmm. and then he'll leave me alone. Of course, it could also be that they're, like, together doing horrible crimes, and it's exactly that, but... Yeah. I feel like in such cases, and especially if a more vulnerable person is uh, involved, maybe you know we don't really don't need the Reddit detectives 
<laughs> screwing up more lives. You know? Yeah. <laughs> I think what 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 bothers me the most about the whole like deal now with Reddit and stuff mm-hmm. is that it reinforces this idea that that being trans is something of a mental illness Absolutely. like was it her father that made her go trans like that's the thing we we don't need more of because it isn't the case like there were trans people all through history we didn't have like the medical procedures we have now it's true uh, but we also didn't have i don't think at least we had like this very strict social um how would you call it not stigma but like the social rules at least my feeling is like with humans coming together in bigger cities and now with social media and like being able to connect to everyone around the world the the social status quo has become much stronger and much more strict than it has been in the past where everyone was living like on their own kind of um, farm or something and nobody really cared if you were like if you identified as a woman or a male like didn't really make maybe they said like, oh, how far back are we talking <laughs> like a couple hundred years now yeah, I mean relig- religion has always like enforced that sort of like I don't think there was a time under in the last couple of millennia where that was not a problem that you didn't fit a certain idea of what a person should be. Well, it really depends now on the region we're talking about as well, right? Because like religion didn't have a grasp over the whole world. There were different religions. I know like the, uh, like many uh, indigenous uh, people had like the idea of a third gender, for example. No, for sure. For sure. I mean, I mean, that exists with uh, like, Native Americans, right? That's in um, yeah, one of the some of the tribes had the third one. Is that yeah, what I heard? But I think like Indian culture has that as well. Like they are small in one culture. Oh, for sure. Um, yeah. I just uh, what was I getting at? Um, no, but I mean, like even so, the idea if, 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 if society got like more strict with the rules. <laughs> Which is my feeling, like that in recent, say the recent hundred years, maybe two hundred, it got stricter because now we are more connected. And like, I don't know, I don't think like I think that only applies to like a certain type of that type of thing. That hmm. uh, to me it feels more like it's a morphing of what it is, but it's always there. Because I mean, even in like unconnected tribes, there exists you know systems like the patriarchy and stuff like that. You know that uh, there's a certain um, that there are gender roles and that they're also kind of enforced in a systemic way, mm. um, but that of course it kind of sort of changes. Like even now, you know, we're moving away from certain uh, gender stereotypes of the pre- prescription mm. of a certain time, but we're moving into a different prescription of like we have mm. like our understanding. I feel like even our understanding of what's cool and what's cringe is kind of like an expression of that. That there's always an idea what a person should be that we are measured against and it just mm. keeps changing what that means mm. yes so today we are a little less happy about racism and stuff but we are still like obsessed with other things that have now come into it like having nerd cred and weird mm. shit you know 
Maybe. I don't know. I, I, I have this idea that, that, like, back in the day, people were, like, just less, less concerned with, like, the people around them were doing as long as they kept up what was expected of them, like, in a more general sense, like, they, they baked their bread and all that stuff. And we know now that there were, like, uh, female Viking warriors, for example, there. So there, there has to be, like, some kind of acceptability when people, like, did things differently than their gender norm. And I feel now with, like, all this media and all this talk, we are just much more... It's much easier to enforce these rules. Absolutely. That's what I mean, like, that. this part of it, basically. Mm. Yes, that maybe, like, the the specific gender, these specific gender roles, the way they look like, that then mm. it was less at some point, but I bet they had some other things in mm. their place that were valued more than, you know, like how a couple hundred years ago being being really big was a, was a sign of wealth and mm. thus desirable, and then it kind of changed. Uh, so, be, yeah, people were more, more body positive back then. Yeah, but pale, still, being pale was... <laughs> <laughs> And that must have been a time <laughs> where being pale was, was considered sexy and... Anyway. <laughs> we, we really lucked out in a way. Mm. We, like, we came into a time exactly when we became on top of the world. Like when the yeah. nerds started to rule everything. Yeah, that's that's when we... <laughs> ah... Uh, especially, I love that that we know the time before, not really before the internet, before like internet was widespread, before uh, mobile phones. Yes, yes, we we have the contrast. We can appreciate like the change, and and we have the knowledge. It's not like our parents who like barely can can cope with their phones. <laughs> and the thing is, like we have the advantage of like just when we are on the rise, but also just soon enough to avoid our entire lives and our stupid uh, young adulthood to be you know etched into history forever for everyone to look up yeah. like i'm so glad both ways uh, not only that like our ways didn't uh, like our lives aren't like in the internet forever now but that the internet didn't have like this huge influence on us back in the day like we played outside you know, we didn't like make photos and, and hope we get many likes or dreamed of being a Twitch streamer. Like, I feel like the, the whole dynamic is, is changing so fast now. Um, it's crazy. And, and we had like, we had this time in between, <coughs> basically. Best of both worlds. I do feel so. Yes. I guess it's always quickly changing because I guess to our parents the idea that making video games is a thing. Mm -hmm. I mean that was just for like ten years, right? Like just the nineties, mid nineties to mid two thousands where it was like, Oh shit, video games, wow I should do that and then YouTube came and now it's talking about video games, oh I should do that. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> I wonder what the next thing is gonna be. Gonna be VR something, right? Have you seen like these, these streamers who who um, are like com have like virtual avatars? So they have they they somehow mm -hmm. they film their faces and stuff, but then um, instead of their faces visible, they have like furry characters sure. or like female characters that move and move their mouth and all that stuff. So they have like a, a virtual persona now. Started in Japan, of course. I mean, they have like virtual bands there, like the gorillas, but it's 
basically 3D anime. VTubers. VTubers, that's it. <laughs> um, Restreamers. I'm kind of fascinated by it, to be honest. I think, I, I, I think I'd be more comfortable doing that than actually showing my face. <laughs> well, probably. <laughs> I mean, all these things are some type of problem solving, right? Figuring out how to mm. exist in the same frightening way, world in a less frightening way. Mm. But yeah, it's, um, it's a weird thing because obviously my initial reaction is basically... You know, I'm clearly getting into my dad ears because it's like, ah, like these kids and their nonsense. <laughs> what garbage. But also at the same time, you know, I'm pretty sure I would find that really cool if I tried to do it myself or if I had been younger and were trying to do that. Mm. And then I'm wondering, is the reason that you become a crotchety old person <laughs> that you just see... That you have seen the many ways something cool gets twisted. Because my first association mm. is uh, advertising brands having like virtual stars. Because I've seen that with like some 3D animated girl that has a... We had it with, with uh, Tony the Tiger back then as well. Didn't we? I don't... I remember That's him funny. existing, but... But yeah, there was this... Uh, there's now this trend like that brands make up people... Hmm. that are their marketing mascots. Better to control, better to... And of course, I find that disgusting. Yeah. I know, that's... that's, that's it's a top-down approach, basically, again. Instead of uh, bottom-up. Yeah, and then, you know, maybe my perception of something that could be really cool is tainted by just having been alive for so long. <laughs> <laughs> that I see how yeah. this cool thing, like, tomorrow someone's gonna take that and gonna do something terrible with it. Well, I think, I think what happens is that you learn how the world works mm. when you grow up, obviously. That's exciting. So what you are seeing is basically you're building your own, um, your own rule set of, of how things are supposed to be. And Bali says hi. You, hey, Bali. <laughs> hey. Uh, and then you, you find um, like exciting new stuff that kind of breaks the old rules and you love that. But it's, you're still like in the world building process. Like in your mind, you're building the world. This is the cool stuff. That's the old stuff. But it's all in your world. And then when you have it all together, well, the world doesn't stop changing. So now you have to integrate new stuff and it's, and it's becoming painful. And it's, it's hard to do. And but I also don't think so. That's why you don't don't like them. And, and, and I feel that's also the reason why people are transphobes now, because mm -hmm. back in their day, uh, at least here in Germany, like being trans wasn't talked about, wasn't a thing. And now there are suddenly there are people who wanna be women, men who wanna be women, women who wanna be men, and it's all different, and it's not like it used to be. And I don't wanna do the work and integrate it and try to understand these people. I just want them to be like, to go away to just, and I also wonder what these people are thinking. Like they, I, I wish I, I'll somehow, I wish I would like meet a person like that again. But then again, I, I know how I can meet some and I really don't want to do that. Um, but I wonder what, what they would say if I asked them like, 
do you want to be like do you want to change your gender like these people who, who say like trans trenders i think like people are just doing it for the fun of it like do you think it would be fun for you to change your gender is it something you want to do no ah then probably there has to be like a good reason why other people are doing it right it's not like there's just like some it's not easy or fun to do you need some inner pain to want to relieve that and become like a change in, in that way i feel there was ranty i'm sorry yeah well so Well, first of all, I feel like it's a myth that this thing didn't exist, and that's why people are now pushed to react negatively to it. Um, I think, I this think has... like in, the, in the awareness. And I think that's uh, not true. Okay. I think people have... like Because I think it's a, it's a specific kind of gaslighting that we're under, that like um, things we do know now, ah, we didn't know that 20 years ago. Mm. But, uh, but even now, like you can tell that everybody knows these things and we keep talking about these things and people keep being surprised by them mm. although they couldn't be or like oh that's such an old head why are we still talking about it, even though nothing changed and mm. I think that's this kind of um, I mean trans people have been protesting visibly you know since the 60s and that's surely not something that went unnoticed to the world well, I have to say that I didn't really notice it well you weren't alive so but I mean, sure. It's not an excuse, <laughs> but it's true. <laughs> I'm pretty sure that the people, you know, who were yes, as kids, we didn't notice these things, and I think so, that's what gets confusing. That because as kids we didn't know, we assume that adults didn't know. But just right. like we know stuff that kids don't know, I'm pretty sure adults knew stuff that we didn't know at the time. Like I, uh, but still, I feel like I was I still vaguely aware of. I mean, I'm not. I, there was not a moment where I learned how oh, trans people exist. I just knew that always. Just the language how we talked about it started to change. You know, from transvestite to uh, something more. But isn't there a difference? Transvestite and trans. Oh, absolutely! No, no. I'm saying uh, when I grew up, that's how I knew of yeah. trans people. It was transvestites basically? That's how the the, the you know the general yeah. population talked about it. Interestingly, that for me, it was always like men dressing up as women, which is probably also like part of that whole uh, propaganda because of course we knew mostly drag. Yeah. rather than transness yeah so it was like also part of the whole gay panic and of course like we mm. grew up when like aids became a thing and so mm. like now my point is just i think our perception of like people didn't know is probably skewed mm. um and secondly i don't think people are confused and that's why they choose to hate trans people i think mm. it is a very insidious and in some ways deliberate like not I would call it maybe subconsciously deliberate. I don't know how to mm. quantify it, but certainly not in a way of, oh my God, I'm confused and I'm scared and that's why I choose to hate, but because there's like it's a... Unwilling to do the work to understand it is often how I feel. Not understand, but like there's a real purpose for, I need to put others down mm. so that I am safe. There's some cruelness in it. That's, yeah, it's basically the... I mean, we all, you know, struggle for safety. That's like how everything's set up that we... 
we, we can die at any moment and so we must do something and the hard thing to do is of course or like we all then grow up with the anxiety of oh my god what if I'm not I mean that's that um what is that YouTube channel kurz gesagt was kurz gefasst something like that kurz gesagt yeah in uh, a nutshell ah yes um you know that loneliness video that was really mm. um uh interesting about how that's basically an evolutionary response to needing community to survive and that's why we're so terrified of being shit and thus being excluded and thus dying yeah. so that like something like a mild embarrassment feels like a threat to your life yeah. um or and, just yeah. and of course the that you're part. wrong <laughs> <laughs> yes because then people would have re good reason to kick you out <laughs> yeah. Which they have anyway, but now they have proof. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Can do anything without proof. And yes, the 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 hard part, hard work is to look at yourself, admit that you're flawed, which means admitting that you are, you know, possibly in danger, and doing mm. something about it, like accepting that reality mm. that yes, life is dangerous. We are gonna die. It's terrifying. Um, but to like be the best that you can be to earn your spot and other people take the easy way and that's to me how i differentiate between a good person and a bad person how i judge people hmm. i don't necessarily want to judge people for being like for not knowing any better uh, because then you obviously have to blame the people who taught them that but at a moment where you learn uh something you're doing is wrong and you choose to not do that work because it's too scary you'd rather hurt other people that's how i define evil Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And that's, I think, what people are doing, that they're saying, rather than you know, acknowledging a harsh reality, I'd rather like uh, have a punching bag. And of course, they always, they don't choose a punching bag, they actually can take it. You know, because we they're can all punch. punching down, because yeah. otherwise it's easy. might punch back. Exactly. So you can't. I mean, no. we can all punch rich people. That's what they're there for. <laughs> well, if you that's what they signed them, up for. They're in their mansions and need to get to them first. So. Uh, <laughs> you can do it. Oh, no, of course you always take someone who can't fight back to prove how superior you are. That's how a bully works, yeah. right? And but also like to at least subconsciously like um, uh, strengthen your position in your group. Like oh yeah yeah, prove your, your value by showing how much better you are than this yeah, person. Yeah. If someone has to be you know, killed, then take them first, because I'm clearly better. And I'm the one who should do the killing, really, because otherwise they're gonna kill me because I'm so crap, but I'm better, so... Ah, mm. <laughs> oh, it's so terrible. Yeah, it's, it's, it's this cruelness that's at the heart of it, that really makes it easy to, to recognize, I think. Because if you see, like, people being cruel to other people for, like... Oh, I still have some for reasons that aren't really in their control or that aren't really problematic, just different. Mm. You know that there's something something going on, like something wrong with the person being cruel. Mm. Yeah, it's... I mean, that's why... Like, I, I, I don't... That's again, you know, how I would define the word cruelty. To me, is one way you do bad consciously. So cruelty of people who don't know any better to me doesn't exist. <laughs> um, and cruelty, and the thing that really pisses me off, it's yes, the cruelty, but it's even more the laziness of it. Mm. Because 
Like, I was also conditioned to be a shit person. Then I was plenty. Plenty shit. Um, and it was really terrifying and really difficult to start, even start working on that. Mm. But, you know, being in the middle of that process, the thing is, it really pisses me off to see how easy it really is. You know, mm. to kind of recognize like how needlessly afraid I was. Um, because it's, it is actually not that it's actually really nice <laughs> but it's just that's your experience right I, I'm not sure like but just knowing how easy it really is that it's not yeah, actually it's such easy a easy for you yeah because I, I realize that we've been brainwashed into thinking yeah. that it's like a really really deadly thing to question the status quo um, but really it is so easy to be a good person and that's why it pissed me off the laziness of being cruel it's just well, I, I I I hesitate to judge people like that. For me cruelty for, for me cruelty is is causing needlessly causing pain to others. Mm. And needlessly in, in the sense of um where you might think you need to do it to like um assert yourself or to dominate someone like this these these reasons don't count for me. Needlessly, like in the most um, grounded sense of I have, like me or you, someone has to die or someone has to be hurt right now. Um, and if that's not the case, if it's just like to bring someone down for your own benefit, basically, that's that's how I define cruelness. And I have, I have much more... Um, much more open to accept that people might have been fucked up from their education, from how they were brought up, that they have no chance to do, to get out of that, at least not without like proper professional help that they themselves will not search. And I feel like it's more the fault of society and we need to change it at the core, like with the children, they get, so they get a proper education instead of like concentrating on the people who probably can't be f saved and it's not that i i want to condone that or i want to look the other way um i just i just have trouble like condemning or judging people because i myself of course I have done so much wrong and I, I would I'm afraid I guess that if I do it like people would like point at me and say wait a minute <laughs> and you are similarly like fucked up haven't you been cruel and then they would like set me out of our cave and I would have to starve to death <laughs> yes and that's that's sort of uh, in general what I feel is happening when we uh you know, when we disagree on these subjects, that's yeah. an empathy with something you identify with. Uh, and I think within that, um, well, it's a, it's a limited view. Of course, there may be people like you who were taught the wrong thing mm. and should that not be murdered Judge for being wrong. Too harshly. <laughs> um, but of course, there's a whole breadth of... Uh, human experience out there and of course there's plenty of people who are just hateful and are not like you and that's why they are the way they are um so I don't know. it's and i, I think it's important kind of... because it's kind of buying into that um 
that societal brainwashing of ah these are just people who are you know down on their luck they had a bad day uh, a bad all day, that bad life <laughs> yeah but that sort of thing you know when when there's too much empathy and too much um too much apology for because we can understand and empathize with people being taught the wrong thing but the part that i i guess generally um you know I'm worried about is the one where it feels like an excuse to say it's not their fault and thus whatever. Mm. Um, because that's obviously still not okay. Yeah, it's not their fault, but they still have to stop. Yeah, <laughs> but on that part, we definitely agree. Maybe it's my, my Christian upbringing. Mm. So, I, uh, it's just, I, I don't want to judge people. I don't feel like I, because life is too complicated and I don't know all the facts, so... I don't want to be too harsh, but I, I, I will not accept like people being cruel. Like mm. I can't understand why or I can't empathize with people who tend to do stuff like that, but I will not accept it and I will not tolerate it. Well, that's sort of how it sounds like when you only talk about the empathizing part, yeah. but not so much about the well, fuck you, them anyway part. You are talking about that part, so... <laughs> yeah, but it sounds, I like, have, I, I feel, yeah, yeah, it I sounds like we're disagreeing and I have to convince you that actually, you know... Yeah, no. I'm going to punch a Nazi if, <laughs> if they do something, but I, I will not punch a Nazi without proper cause. Like, if they are just, like, walking along, like, doing oh, nothing, I will, that's already, I will not That's already them. violent. <laughs> But it depends on like um, how they walk. Uh, <laughs> well, probably Nazi. <laughs> Nazi. Yeah. Who knows? I mean, the times where I saw Nazis, I I had no intention of punching them because um, they were mostly more people. <laughs> they looked like way more violent and capable of violence than I am. So keep that in mind if you want to punch a Nazi. They too might punch back. And they, I don't think they have so much humanity to uh, stop punching when mm. you've had enough. Not sure. Anyway, let's change the topic. <laughs> uh, for sure, for sure. Wait, I just had a thought that felt like a... That's what I want to change the topic before you... Before I had my to... thought? Yeah. Before I remember what I was going to say. Is <laughs> that something about accountability? Oh, yes. Um... That I think it's it's always just like criticizing people, holding people accountable. Uh, accountable, you know, it's not it's not cruel. It's not no. it's not cancel no. culture. It's nothing. No. And um, in that sense, I think it's fair to talk about the wrongdoings and the problems and stuff without talking so much about why people are that way. That the empathy is not as important as the holding accountable. And that when we talk about empathy more than the accountability part, or if yeah. we counter accountability with, but what about empathy? Hmm. Uh, that that's sort of, you know, that's, that's, I mean, that's basically how we're trained to think about these yeah. things, to make excuses for them so that we can accept all the violence around us because we think about it as, ah, those poor white people. Exactly. Not only are we like taught to um, empathize with the majority, um, basically. Yeah, but um, with, with the uh, aggressor, with the aggressor, we are also like kind of taught not to empathize with the victim. Yeah, absolutely. And ask what was their part of the equation. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And yeah. That, that's totally fucked up. And I, 
I, I understand that I have this tendency to go on the empathizing and forgo the, um, the yeah. judging that, that has to happen as well. And it's it's mostly I understand I, mostly I want to just edit. I don't want to I don't want to uh, dismiss your point or or clash them together. I just want to you present the the judging part well enough. So I just want to. No, we say, need to judge at all times because otherwise it's like there's two points, two sides of view, whatever point of view to every story. Well, you can't you can't not judge, right? It's well, kind of you can very clearly of, because yeah. very many people do not. They they yeah. look at that and judge it good. They, they judge it poorly. <laughs> That's what they do. <laughs> um. Um, yeah, it's a. I think that's like a. That's also a. How, you know, low confidence screws us over because I think that's an impulse that comes from being so. Yeah. Like hating ourselves as much yeah. as these other people, thinking that people will do that us, and thus like conflating yourself with a much more terrible person, mm. and in trying to defend yourself against yourself, you're kind of accidentally sort of becoming that person. It's it's so fucked up how trauma twists you. Are you becoming you. that person? You're, you're you're for sure like um, defending that person by like trying like you are trying to defend yourself, but in effect, I'm mean, sure you also you. had this point. Um, you know, in your life that you can kind of point and say, ooh, this this could have gone in like a really different direction. Do you know what I mean? No. <laughs> Not me. Who are you talking about? Oh, man. Yeah, that's... Anyway. Ignorance is the laziest approach and can be very cruel. Yeah. Lazy, laziness is often cruel, I feel. Depends if you do it toxically. I mean, obviously, laziness is great. I love laziness. And laziness well, is like the driving force behind, you know, human invention. Progress. Sure, sure. No, I, I mean, just like in... But if you make other people do the work for you, that type of lazy... That's if you interact with a lot of people, laziness. But there's like the laziness was in, in social interactions where you have to do some work. Yeah. And then there is work. <laughs> and in that case, laziness is a uh, is solution, right? Huh. <clears throat> yeah, I feel like in every, with every concept that exists, there's a healthy version, there's a toxic version mm. of it. Um, and... Yeah, I think the toxic version of lazy is... I think the healthy version of lazy is just not worrying and just listening to your needs. Mm. So that's kind of how we define laziness, right? I feel exhausted. I want to rest. Oh, that's so lazy. Um, <laughs> and the toxic version of that is, uh, you do my work for me because I don't feel like it. I don't ask. I just give you the task to do for me. Mm. That's, that's toxic against other people, but can it be toxic against yourself? Like, can you be so lazy that you like lose yourself in the process? Or, or do we have maybe we have do we have uh, like an internal thing that just makes us like, prevents that? I'm oh, uh, yeah, I meant the ignorance is cruel, not laziness. <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah, no, sure. No, we were just. You know, talking about the types of laziness. Oh, right, yeah. I got, I got confused a bit. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah. 
Um, well, I think the against yourself also involves other people. Mm. You know, why, for example, like, yeah, self-hatred is also work you give to other people. And that's also why it's toxic. Mm. You know, because you basically make other people produce your good feelings you make you depend your validation on them and if they don't perform that job you know then they're basically an obligation uh, but, to yeah you're, you're laying like so you're kind of doing it against yourself but you're also thus creating work for people who didn't ask for that yeah hmm. it's like a forced job i mean we've both we both dealt with that situation right having a job that we didn't necessarily, or like subconsciously we did ask for it, absolutely. Um. <laughs> I had uh, other jobs too. Uh, like with poison, everything can be a poison, it's just a question of the dose, yeah, for yes. sure. Yes. For sure, for sure. If we were like really smart, we, we could uh, say who said that. It's a pretty famous quote by some Medicine dude. Anyway. Uh, yeah. Dr. Phil. <laughs> oh, no, not Dr. Phil. Fuck Dr. Phil. Um, yeah, work, huh? Work. What is it good for? <laughs> Absolutely nothing. So, I guess my grand thesis statement for this week's episode is I have decided not to work anymore. Forever, for good, at all. Because it's too much work. Yes. And it, I feel that it's fitting, because it's just like a couple of weeks ago, it was the 10-year anniversary of my nervous breakdown. Oh. <laughs> so yeah, so 10 years ago, my life was ruined, and somehow it became better. Mm. Wait. <laughs> um, oh. But yeah, it's, I've tried. I feel like I've tried. I've tried to work. Yeah. Uh, I did what I could, I couldn't. And... <laughs> I, I tried my best to get you to work as well. Didn't work. Didn't but, work. <laughs> uh, yeah. It's... It's what? what I don't know. It? I just... Work. Let's well, talk about work. Well, I guess... I think... I think we had like a really good talk on Wednesday. Mm. Sorry that you all weren't there. So... Let's, I should have screened that for hard, engagement. Yeah, it's hard to <laughs> reproduce. But basically, what happened is, well, I am very concerned with being productive. That's kind of a really, um, we, all are, we all are trained to be healthily uh, habit of mine. And I know it's it comes from my parents. My my mom, um, who had like the surgery and all that stuff. She's now she's on a good good way. Um, she is a recovering, she's in a, she has been in a recovery thingy, reha, mm. and she has, has gotten a little bit of therapy there as well. Nice. And the therapist looked at her schedule and said like, oh wow, that's, 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 that's a lot. Why is that? You're doing wow. pretty much, you're aware <laughs> of that. And she said like, oh, well, I don't. Trying right. to stay active. I don't have to cook. I don't have to do the dishes. I don't have to wash. So well, I, I go walking in the morning and the evening. So in between, what what else should I do? And she, yeah, she tried to tell her like to relax. And my mom was also like, like she's coming back now. And then then she's she's um, she gets a certificate to be ill. I don't know how to say it in English. Um, 
Krankheitsbescheinigung, bla bla. Um, for, for a longer time now, for a couple of weeks more. And she's really upset that she, she, she can't work. That's really important for her is that she, she's working. And for her, it's, it's less about, it's also like making money, of course. Um, but it's, it's being there for her colleagues. It's sick notice. Sick notice, right? It's, it's <laughs> so easy. It's um, being, doing, like she does, um, she doesn't make like video games. <laughs> so she does something important <laughs> in the health industry. Health, health, like in a hospital, not in a hospital, but anyway. Near a hospital. <laughs> Near a hospital. She, she basically, if you, you get some piece of your body <laughs> tested, uh -huh. She's the person who like cuts it in a really thin slice Ooh. and puts it in stuff, and then on. That. and uh, that's like the, she's working a company there. She hasn't learned it. She she basically did it herself. She <laughs> prouds herself. Of she hasn't learned that she was doing it. Yeah, she <laughs> she she honestly is, and she's pretty fast in it now and pretty precise uh -huh. and pretty good. And she's always like banging on how how the the new the new people who come from the university are so slow and bad at it. <laughs> she was never at the university. She isn't in the gymnasium, but um, or like high school. That's an English. Mm. Anyway, so my father is the same way. He's always working. Like when he's he's working like at work, he he's has like a second job, and then he's active in the wherever. He's just very active, and all that. Like obviously, I have to. I have. I've managed to channel it like differently a little bit. So I want to be productive for myself. Like I try to read a lot. I try to, I love like watching video essays because it's kind of relaxing, but I am learning stuff. Yeah. At least using your time yeah. productively. <laughs> and then of course, like um, I've, I've had a couple of jobs and then I became a game developer, worked 40 hours a week. 50, 60, I don't know how, how far I got, but when I stopped working for for the company, I had, like, I think, two months of uh, overtime. I could, like, relax, and then what did I do? Work. I came back to work, <laughs> worked just for free, for the fun of it, just a couple of things I wanted to do. Oh, God, yeah. yeah, and then we had our own company, and the thing is, I remember that when I was in school, I was pretty relaxed when I went to, to university. I was a little bit less relaxed there. And then when I started working, I became really like focused on my career and like being productive and being doing your best. And then with our company, I thought like, yeah, I do, I do, I kind of always, all, all, I kind of still think that if we can do all that stuff that, that I know now know we have to do to be successful, we will become successful. But it's just a lot of work and we have to do it like intelligently. Like you don't you have to develop a good a good game, yeah? You have to market the game on, on Twitter, you have to write some Reddit stuff, you have to post something on Steam so everybody knows and all that stuff and it's just a lot of work and it doesn't really leave you. I mean, I stopped working, but still I'm thinking about how to improve stuff. 
and it's just a lot. It's just a lot, and um, like the success doesn't really come like the financial success we had hoped for. Isn't there? hasn't Has never been there. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, it's it's the 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 stress has come come in waves, right? Yeah. We had the time we had. I I did a lot of contract work. You did a lot of contract work. Very stressful. Yeah. You had a time where you had contract work. Did stuff. And, and, and I think I've never done that more for than two months or something. Yeah, that's a, well, it's, it's not not nothing, right? Um, I guess. I guess. Hmm. And then, yeah. So now we have we sort of jump to the present again. Sorry, <laughs> what a bit um, distracted. Long. Um, beginning from the beginning, oh. as I like to do. Yes, sure. So now uh, we had the funding. I'm still working on the Abschlussbericht, whatever that's called. That's that's stressing me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, but I'm gonna get it finished. Monday is the deadline, and then we had the meetings. And then I think yeah, in, in the meeting <laughs> where the guy didn't show up, <laughs> where I started to ask Hannes. What's his plan now? Because I don't know what he's working on, and it's kind of making me nervous that I don't know it. And um, yeah, I gave him a couple of ideas, but he could be working on <laughs> like this is the. And I was like, yeah, I was kind of implying that there was stuff he wanted to do but didn't do. <laughs> Prince, um, and yeah, I think you were kind of stressed out by that, weren't you? <laughs> I have not stopped being stressed out for like five years, so yeah. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but the thing is, like, all that stress didn't help. And what you pointed out is the thing that the stuff we had the most success with was always the things we did for fun. No. Never the things we forced ourselves to do because we thought it's necessary to be successful. We like, literally never, right? I don't. Is there a single thing that we forced ourselves to do and it worked? Funding. The the funding process. I mean, we kind of wanted, but like writing all that stuff, I definitely forced myself to do that, and it was successful. But okay, now I get that part. Like. Writing stuff on Twitter. Mm. Yes, uh, we mm. had more interactions. That's true. Well, that's also we, it. We yeah. worked for five Twitter likes and nothing beyond yeah. that. So. Yeah. <laughs> and I, I never, I never liked like tweeting stuff. Like my account is basically nothing. <laughs> the only stuff I really want to tweet about is like stupid jokes that. Um, Sometimes I like on the edge of being really, really problematic, so I just don't do it anymore. <laughs> Sometimes I, 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 I start like with a tweet joke, and then I read over, and I think like, can people like misinterpret that? And then I, the answer is always yes, and then delete it. <laughs> well, anyway, uh, Yannis says uh, we are heavily nodding to your the thing you have most fun. Uh, is, is the thing with the least stress and most success. Mm -hmm. Well, I even would make the success optional. 
yeah. as long as there isn't stress, it's fun. I think that's important stuff, right? The important uh, step. Isn't like, I mean, I have read so many help self-help books. I've read like books about how to start your company, how to improve your company, how to be successful at stuff. And it's, I mean, there's obviously the, this survivor bias that the people who write these books mm. are, um, <clears throat> well, it kind of worked for them, but who knows why? Turning incidental information into truisms. Exactly, yeah. <laughs> um, in our Discord, I posted like a cool documentary about uh, the 40, 40 week, 40 day, 40 hour week. Mm -hmm. um, it's really, really great about, um, well, just like the the data behind the 40 hour week and if it's really more productive or, or less than, and it looks like 40 hours aren't like, there's no reason why we do 40 hours, like no scientific reason. It's not like the optimal. We went down to 40 hours a week because people realized they get more production with less hours. And yeah. there is quite some data that suggests that even less work would be more productive and certainly more uh, healthier. Yeah, yeah, that's one of those things. Like when we started um, one of the, what you call this subject of how to, how much to work and stuff, mm. uh, what the label of it is. But uh, we had this article that, um, that said, you know, you only have the energy to work like three or four hours a day mm. and that they really enforce it in their company. And I think we always liked that approach of... It was like Flashbang Studios, but they went bankrupt, unfortunately. Well, yeah, but maybe it has more to do with the system than with, you know, them not, you yeah. know, doing more what the system says. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> it's, it's possible. Yeah, but it's it also a... rings very true because I absolutely do not have the, you know, Ability to focus for eight hours straight. When I did 40, 40 hours a week, I came to your office, said hi to everyone, made myself a coffee, read some articles about game design, made another coffee, then slowly got started. Then we had like a meeting, then it was like a lunch break, and I, I certainly never worked eight hours straight, except like in real crunch phases. And I think. You can't crunch, you can't do, like if you're really excited, if you really wanna do something, like finish something, you can work like a couple, like game jam style, you can work really long hours for a couple of days. That's not a problem. The problem is like making it mandatory to wake, to work a certain amount of time. Because yeah. it, it's, it just goes, uh, it's just not the reality of how people work. And especially, I feel like with the, this, the kind of work we do and the kind of society we live in. Because if you have your own farm, of course you have to do the stuff when it has to be done unless you want to starve. <laughs> but it's it's way less like mentally taxing to go and, and plow your field. And it's kind of weird as well that we have this richness in, in like worldwide but we are still working the same hours. Productivity <laughs> went through the roof, but it's not like we have less to do or more free time. We have less free time. 
Like That's the more fair. technologies we have to to increase like uh, or to decrease the times like we have now cars to drive around we don't have to walk to the market mm -hmm. doesn't yeah. mean we have more time no we have <laughs> less time because now we can do more isn't it great are we allowed to do more <laughs> and that was really interesting you sent me this uh, video by uh, Mia Mulder yeah, very great how we work too much and it was actually really uh yeah that was that was great and i think i've never really like i've never understood the absurdity of work the way it exists um before you know that you have a company and that was with the automation um conversation mm. right uh, you have a company and the workers produce you know enough uh, profit that you can upgrade and you can buy things that save time that maybe even save personnel but the only person who gets to profit of that is that one person like it's not like the company like why should our automation lose jobs rather than get them more money and more time right why is not the company as a whole benefiting the company as a whole you know, and then, of course, you have rich people always saying, well, this is the person who risked it all. They yeah. had the money. Yeah, okay, so you were rich before, right? You had the funds. But these people had the labor. They had the skill. They were arguably a more integral part to the success of this. But at the point where this success pays off, they are getting cut out of the profit from it. You know, automation should absolutely... We should have universal basic income by now because yes. automation should have enabled that for us. It, it does enable it. We just Absolutely. don't do it. <laughs> no, we could be free of all this. And that's, that's what I say. When I, the more I realize this, the more angry I get about how easy this all could be. But some people just don't want to. It's, yeah, it's the people who, have, have, who, well, it's, who already have it all. It's not only that. It's not, it's not just that there are like a few capitalists at the top who say like, what goes and what doesn't go. Sure. Um, it's it's this mentality, it's the social mentality of you have to be productive. It's my parents, right? My parents aren't rich, they are not like making the rules, uh, bring a beer for me as well, thank you. Um, but they are so indoctrinated with that idea that you have for to be worth it, to survive, you have to do the work, you have to work. Yeah, and that's the that's the societal yeah. brainwashing we all kind of struggle with, right? Yeah, it's it's exactly how we are being made to participate and to be you know complacent with it in a yeah. way, to convince us you know this is the highest goal in life to produce value for me, <laughs> <laughs> so do it or die. I, I, I will post up. it in our Discord as well, the, the Mia Mulder mm. video. Um, it's really good. Which yeah. was <laughs> coincidentally uh, released yesterday. So just a day after. It was on the, on the same day. Was oh, on, on the same even. Yes. Oh, on the same, right. It was Wednesday. As we were talking about work and how it sucks, there was <laughs> very handy. <laughs> Something in the sky kind of <laughs> synchronicity. And I think a Philosophy Tube has a really good one on work as well. Yeah. Which we'll post as well, but a lot of these ideas come together, and I think that's the the high-minded idea is is of course uh, why are, are is are people working so hard because we shouldn't be because we are productive enough 
And the the weird thing the is, production is even not even like the thing to measure against. That's yeah. it, it you can't product like if you're happy. Productive. Yeah, it should be happiness we are optimizing, but we are like optimizing on GDP. It's just like how much money we can make, and that's 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 ruining the planet, the mm. climate, the health of the people. Everything. Um, it's crazy. But we are in this rut. It has. It's a system that that help helps itself up, and the people. Like at the top are rich people, and of course, uh, for them, it's important that everybody keeps this idea alive that being rich means you have worked hard, harder than anyone else. Yeah. But if you look, like uh, for example, at anyone who's poor and working to keep their their family alive, these people are working hard. And if you look, like at Elon Musk. Sure, he's working hard too, but he's not working, he's not working a billion times harder and than I than bet you he's else. not working hard. He just, well, he just apparently treats. he sleeps in, in the factory. That sounds all like propaganda for a rich guy who got his money off, you know, slavery driven minds and shit, you know. So that's. Well, I don't, yeah. I don't want to, like, defend <laughs> Elon Musk in any way because. He he's the kind of he's he's like he's like Trump with like well I started I started small with a one million loan from my They're all parents. the same because they're this little pool of people with power and they just sell their own delusion of why they're greater than everyone else to us and we just buy it. Every now and then, one person from the bottom rises up. To and, show us it's possible. And then, then he's heralded as, look, it's possible. Absolutely. Once yes. every 10 years, someone makes it up to the top. And, <laughs> but this person, like, who knows how it's been at the bottom, of course, now thinks that everything's true, they've done everything right, and everybody else hasn't. And that's why they yeah. are poor. And they need to believe this to yeah. keep the... Because they, they would feel completely bad if, if they knew it was just like the roll of the dice. That's basically, uh, like, this was my idea, like, how success works is, um, as a game developer, like, every action you do, like marketing, it's all like you're accruing more dice for your dice roll to see if you have success. And I think it's still true, but, like... But you're rolling with dice that only have ones. Yeah, so that's kind exactly. of <laughs> I mean like, sometimes that's enough when the other party has a really bad roll, but usually yeah. really not at all. <laughs> like if we continue to post lots of stuff on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, whatever. Nobody like if you have something really good that you really love and you wanna share, mm -hmm. one post will be enough. It will be carried by people who are excited about it. Yes, and they will tell all their friends and their parents. In theory, it it's very unlikely <laughs> that it happens. But like posting more will not change the outcome here. Because only if you are, if you have something excited, people will carry it on. If, it, if it's not there, you can post as much as you want. Yeah. I mean, I know like the, all these um, marketing people, they... they Say yeah, you're gonna learn how to how to speak to me. And that's true. I mean, like our Instagram did grow to like 250 people, but it's all my other marketing people. <laughs> that's the thing. These things do work, but in a meaningless way. So yes, it's like 
Yes, we have five more likes, but these likes aren't what we need. Same, we have 100, 200 more, mm. 300 even, more Instagram mm. followers. But what did that bring us? We still didn't sell anymore. So it's like all this work into nothing, really. Yeah. And I mean, we are very privileged here in Germany. Oh, so much. We get... God, I'm lucky. Like, we are both now getting social benefits, basically. Yeah, welfare. Welfare and living of that now. That's how we funded Hypnotic Owl, basically. Like, I've been on welfare most, most of the years that we've worked. <laughs> I, I've abstained from it most of the time. Yeah, because you're stingy and you saved things. Yeah, and I'm more indoctrinated than you, obviously. <laughs> but I've come around, now I'm a social welfare as well. And it's not that we're going to stop making games. Yes. We're just stopping all that bullshit that doesn't help and that's just like draining energy and making us unhappy like this hoot out for example we i think at first we 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 started it like we wanted to have fun mm. then then i got the idea we need to be like um successful with it like there was a lot of suggestions i gave you about the structure like what we talk about about um like having a good title and all that stuff or like how it looks yeah and um i bet we could have done everything and we would still have the same few counters now but again you you, you talked me down <laughs> we went down to fun again and it's better than ever i think like the times I really tried are the worst episodes we have. <laughs> and the times I'm just having like fun conversation about something I'm really interested in and passionate about. That's the thing that works the best. Yes. But I'm like conditioned to force myself to do stuff because I I have learned that like forcing you to do something you don't want is the way to go. And having fun yeah. that's just like that's something else that's if you have That's fun, you, you can't. Yeah, you're lazy. You can't be successful. Having fun is the opposite of doing work, <laughs> and doing work is what you need to do in this world to survive and um, prosper and all that stuff. But I've done that, and it didn't work. <laughs> I really did. Imagine that. I really did. <laughs> I tried to do everything right for a couple of years, and it made me really unhappy. That that's the only thing it did. Yeah. Um, yeah, so don't do it, kids. Yeah. <laughs> and it's exactly, you know, like I said, my working definition of work is it's a thing you do for a non-organic purpose, perhaps. Maybe that's the way to put it. Hmm. Like something that I, that just occurs to me that I want to do, I wouldn't call that work. Right, mm. but somewhere I like. Okay, I need, I need money for food. Mm. Uh, to get money for food, I need to do this task. I wouldn't have chosen this task mm. uh, if I didn't need the money. And that's sort of how I view work. Basically, something you have to do, uh, not in terms of like you are specifically forced, but something. You know, um, in that video, Mia was also talking about that with the activism stuff. Mm. And something she like absolutely believed in and wanted to work hard, at, but still. If she didn't have to earn a living, she wouldn't have been there. Hmm. Type of thing. And also yeah. not to that degree because it's like it goes then Isn't it yeah. crazy that like people always like telling you 
like there, there, there's a well, there is a part. Uh, there's a subset of people who say, uh, if you make your hobby your work, you're never gonna work day in your life. And there's the other part. But really, you're never gonna enjoy your life again. <laughs> <laughs> you forget what enjoyment is. Because your joy is now your source of stress. So <laughs> yeah, there's the other part that says. Never do your hobbies as work because you lose your passion and you 100, die. That's that's 100% true. That's actually what I believed in uni hmm. and then still did now. You know, it's... Yeah, it's because you want to do your hobby because... And I think it's the natural thing to do to follow your passion because that's... There's the real productivity, like the invention, the 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 inventiveness. Are you trying? You 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 think you have found the cheat code? Like here's something that I actually like to do. So <laughs> of course I'm gonna do that. I'm gonna be you know I'm gonna be allowed to exist within this world because of it. I am the one lucky person who has a skill that lets me bypass all the other hurdles, kind of <laughs> thing, right? I'm an indie game developer. I love games. I love making games. So obviously I won. Because I'm gonna make all the money making games. <laughs> but what you don't realize is that the system is so corrupt that if you put your passion in there, you just wanna screw it up. It's gonna destroy it because uh, it's about exploitation. Yes. And you mean you, you are being lied to right from the start that you even think you can make it back? Hmm. I mean, it's statistically impossible almost, like it's a rounding error. For the people who make it, right? <laughs> but you really believe, yes, I love games also, and I can also make this it. I know the system yeah. is, is rigged, and that's why it's gonna be so sweet when I win it! You look at the games and you think, <laughs> like, John Oliver joke. <laughs> you look at the games and you think, like, I could do that. I could do it better, even. Of course, I'm gonna, I'm gonna make it. Uh, when this is says, I have to agree, it is important to have fun. If you only work to survive, you will burn out. Absolutely. Yeah. And I can't believe the amount of times I've burned out. <laughs> I mean, I guess I technically haven't stopped for 10 years, but there have been ups and downs. But I have, I have really honed into the craft of burning on, on a level where you're just really slowly losing, but losing nonetheless. Um, it, yeah, it's. I think I would have probably died at some point, um, completely burned out. But having you there who like burns out much quicker than me and <laughs> telling me about it helped me quite quite a bit to realize what's going on here. Because I'm not having fun then. I, I, I'm so good at like like soldiering through stuff and, and feeling that the more I suffer, obviously the better work I'm doing because Suffering means I'm doing the I'm doing it right. You're meant to suffer. If you don't suffer, well, you you're not doing real work then, mm -hmm. are you? In the the Reddit thread, I found Mia Mulder's uh, video on mm -hmm. uh, Reddit BreadTube. <laughs> <laughs> sure. Um, there was one guy um, down voted to hell, of course, uh, who said like, I can never. Uh, take YouTubers seriously if they talk about work. They just get their passive income. What do they know, basically? Yeah. And um, that's 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 how people think, right? If you are doing something you like, you're not doing work. You need to suffer. Only then, um, because they suffer themselves, right? 
only then you you buy your way into um, being allowed to live. The more you suffer, the more things you can have. Basically, if you if you have just fun and like stuff comes to you and you get famous, like people get really upset about that, right? Yeah, yeah <laughs> absolutely. No, because they do see. I mean, it's the it's the misplaced anger of the abuse that we experience, right? There's the person who's winning, and it's like, "Fuck you, fuck you for not having to suffer as much as I do." Yeah. Why wasn't I the one to be? And it's like those people who are like, "Well, I had to suffer under extreme student loans. Why should anybody else not have to do that?" It's a weird thing. I learned that in school, like when people had like better marks than them yeah like i just wrote the same stuff as you why do you have a better <laughs> and then they they went to to the teacher and and told on you like he should have a three like me i did everything the same way he did wow yeah never got that where you would like pull other people down on your level it's really wild where you can't be happy about people how we are being like conditioned to have the zero sum mentality. Yes, that's if it. another person succeeds, that means I'm going to lose. Yeah, and it's just not how the way. I mean, that's how things used to be. No, many many hundred. I mean, sure, there used to be. Uh, I mean, we've grown out of the natural hierarchy. Yeah, like at all, we're not so, part of the food chain anymore. Not part of any. You know, we're above it all now. We have. I know, yeah. We have kind of mastered the system. It's not zero sum anymore. Yeah, but still we are acting like it, that if you have a good grade, that means I'm going to die. Yeah. <laughs> because you're more valuable than me, and if you're more valuable than me, then when the cut comes, then I'm going to be the one who's going to be curbed. You know? Yeah, that, that's the feeling. <laughs> How are they doing that? It's, it's, it grew. It's a system that grew that, that uh, reinforces itself. And all the people who have the means to change it are in a position where it would only hurt them. Yeah. So they keep it alive. Not only would it hurt them, it would hurt their (laughs) self-esteem. They would have to admit that they just were lucky. Yes. And there there are all those, like, artists, for example, who say, like, I've been incredibly lucky to be there. Like, they get it. Mm. They know that being uh, a successful artist means you've been really really lucky but an engineer and really successful engineer for example he thinks he's a genius or she or they yes they should <laughs> no but engineering is weird and hard so they should yeah. be very proud of themselves for learning but still luck that they got into that <laughs> um i know for sure so the so basically oh you have a book We've brought a book. Well, let me quickly get my rent out. Yeah. Um, so kind of the... Yes, I'm I'm also like very, very, you know, afflicted with obviously that same condition that uh, I very much measure my worth by um, arbitrary standards, um, which it just didn't work out for me. And I also had this thing of... Um, That's the crazy thing, right? Because it worked out for me a little bit better than you. <laughs> it took me you, much you longer. tell me how to do this better. Yeah. No, it, yeah, <laughs> that was my thinking too, right? But it took me much longer. The, the more you fit into the system, yeah. the harder it is to understand how fucked up it is. And it, it, 
you exploit yourself and if you're good at exploiting yourself you know the more you do it yeah of course if it's not I mean, there's people who are being abused and all kinds of things and who are very good at just saying, yeah, that's fine, I deserve that, and just be okay with it, then yeah. suffer under it. But they feel proud of their suffering. Even. And there are know, people I mean, like disabled people who just can't do the work, they see that this system is, is still completely fucked up. And if we would really be true to the system, we would let all the disabled people die yeah. because they, they can't pull their weight. We have enough for everyone, of course, but... Um, and people even complain about like the smallest thing, like a print of, hey, this might kill you if you eat it, and stuff like that. It's like, and people find, ah, oh, so sensitive. Yeah. <laughs> we have just less people on Earth. Yeah, but we just eradicate people, and then we don't have this problem anymore. As long as it's not me, of course. Just, just, just to be sure that everyone knows, like, the overpopulation is not a thing. It's, it's not, not happening. It's not. Research it, but yeah, it's it's an idea people had back in the day, and it really fits into into the system and being like afraid of other people. So that's why it's been reinforced all the time. But yeah, it's also like, it's a very easy way to bla again blame the most vulnerable people while it's really Cause they're like we can back. we can stop using as many straws as we want. It's never gonna offset like the actual <laughs> like seventy percent chunk of the problem, yeah. which is cruise ships. So yeah, seventy <laughs> percent is cruise ships, but it's a, it's, it's a good idea. Yeah. It's like cruise ships flying—it's just like production, like and necessary even, production. Actually, um, even flying is not as—it's like a minuscule problem compared to coal and cruise ships. Yeah, <laughs> coal. Yeah, coal. Of course, coal is big. It's all being individualized. You know, you solve the problem. We created it, and you can't solve it, but you do it. But the system isn't the problem. It's going to be someone of you. you no, it's, it's, yeah, you use the plastic straw, so fuck mm. you. You flew to see your wife. How dare you? Off track here. Mm. So I, I brought a book. What? I didn't even get to my point. I feel like I was. What? <laughs> you still it? <laughs> so I gotta go to the toilet now. Yes, you go. And you make well, me talk about things. I'm not gonna, gonna confuse you and uh, bring yes. you Yes, very or good. Maybe I will. What, what even is this book? Uh huh. What? The conjugal bread? Ah, okay. Um, oh, and so the thing that I'm. I, I'm not very good at handling that kind of um, abuse, basically. I would say work is abuse, under my definition of what work is. Uh, well, not entirely, but I don't think... Okay, no. See, I'm already, like, I, even when he's gone, in my head, I'm like, but, but, and then I... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I know you were... So, yes, of course, there's moments where I say, okay, to achieve something, I need to do this, and that's fine. Sort of like with the funding application, we want the funding. We don't want the funding because you have to do it, because you need to prove how productive and awesome you are by getting funding, but because we want it. We want to, we want to have money. And then you do work in the service of what you actually want to do, and that is basically that part that I feel like, eh, I don't care that it's work. That's part of the, well, that's what work is supposed to be. Um, you know, like when I don't want to do a project, of course, that's a lot of work, uh, but I, I do it because I want to. So I feel like that's what work is supposed to be. Not that I have to do it because I'm being extorted. 
if you will. Um, but yeah, I kind of realized that I'm kind of extorting myself, even though... I mean, going into Hypnotic Owl, our... The whole reason why we did that, or like part of the reason why we did that, was um, because we didn't want to have to answer to anyone, and you know we were both frustrated with bosses who like make arbitrary decisions to serve the profit rather than you know make a good game. Um, and I feel like somehow, and I'm gonna you know just hold on a little bit because he's gonna be back and I want to talk to him about that. <laughs> um, I feel like we kind of screwed ourselves because we were so indoctrinated with that thinking. So what I was just saying... Um, did you hear the part about why we found the company and stuff? No. Uh, like with uh, the... We didn't want to have to answer to people, to bosses, because yeah. we made bad, bad experiences with bosses who make arbitrary uh, decisions to... Or the creative freedom. Yeah, they would just, you know do stupid calls to make more money and we wanted to be free of them and just make games that are good. Uh, by the way, stupid calls to make more money that never worked. Mm. That never worked. And so, we did the same thing. <laughs> we thought like we, we just... can fail our, in our own terms. But then no, we, but we still also adapted. That's, yeah, that's my point. We still went... We did exactly that thing. We didn't go and just make games that we wanted to. We started thinking about engagement and building an audience. And you need to have an that's infinite playability mode. And you need multiplayer. And then you well, need the PUBG I, mode. I always wanted to have like roguelike mode. So. That's also fine. I'm not saying don't different. do the roguelike mode if you don't want it. But mm. also we've definitely had conversations where you were like... Okay, here's our list of five things a game must have, so it's worth our time. Time of thing, right? Yeah, the list right there. Yeah. Right. <laughs> so it's we kind of did our own version of the exact same thing. We replicated the system we knew. Yeah. In a way. In, in, to a lesser extent, but we absolutely, <laughs> absolutely didn't realize we were doing it at all. <laughs> and that's and it's also to me like sort of an absurd because I have felt guilty for years. Right. I don't think I've been okay since. Actually, since we started, I've never been okay. Wow, that's an interesting realization. But yes, so because I was thinking, you know, around 2013, I feel like things went bad, but they just went a little bit worse on a personal level. We were burned out back then. Like, um, I had a different challenge there just because, um, I mean, I was already struggling, you know, with depression and shit uh, before that, but I think when when we made the day and then the wizard shortly after. I think during that period where I... I mean, before that, despite my, you know, blind optimism, I never really figured it would actually work. Hmm. That I, like, couldn't achieve something. And then with the day, not only did I, like, kind of do something, hmm. but also did something that I really cared about. And... Um, Got so many like responses. Yeah, that I didn't even expect. You know, it was meant as an educational tool for idiots like me, but then you know I have actual victims. Was, was it? Yeah, was it really meant? It was just like a game jam, right? No, no, it was meant to be. I actually had been thinking about the idea to some extent because mm. I saw the ongoing conversation about rape culture online, mm. which is also why I think you know nothing actually just morphs because yeah, ten. Years ago, we had the same conversation as now, and it's <laughs> it's frustrating. 
but yeah, it was. Um, this moves way slower. Sorry. I I tried to you know retell a story that really helped me understand what we're talking about, yeah? mm. and the game jam just offered that opportunity to try it. Mm. Um, but yeah, so it was meant more like for guys like me, but then I got responses from actual victims who were very, you know, um, I don't know, I, but I don't know, the first time you hear, you know, this helped me accept that it's not my fault, you know, that's just like, a, ugh, and I was not really prepared for the responsibility that comes with that, if you will. Like sort of the the knowledge that I can actually do something mm, positive, yeah. and at that moment it was not of I have done something good, but because of my thinking of productivity and of yeah. maximum success, it you became got, not only you got worse then it got so I much worse. That. I remember you got, and it was really I had really trouble understanding it that you you managed to make a game that was way more popular than anything we've done before, mm. way more popular that I thought we could become mm. and you were miserable I was that it's not more popular and you were always thinking about how can we get more people to play this how like can absolutely. we reach more people like the more people <laughs> told you that it was important the more you felt the need to yeah because it was basically me realizing that I have a certain power hmm. um, made me feel like not utilizing that power mm. um you know not being i mean i was trying to it was not actually my failure but uh, in you know my warped <laughs> sense of the world i was like i am unable to do better marketing therefore mm. i'm unable to get this to people who might benefit from hearing it therefore i'm hurting people rather than helping people because i am too whatever Uh, to get this to them because I'm too shy and too uh, about myself. I don't, I don't dare. And I don't think about it enough and whatever. You know, it was just the thing of I could actually do something really meaningful, and it's my fault if it doesn't work better. Because I mean, that's what I've been told, right? Like, if I really apply myself, then so that it went up. Mm -hmm. That was still doing everything right, and then when it stopped, it was like that's my fault. From here, yeah. it's my fault. I should have pushed harder. That's what society tells you. Right? That's Absolutely. how it's programmed. And I mean, there are... If things are going good, it's because of the system. If something fails, <laughs> it's, your it's fault. the individual. <laughs> um, and uh, there, there were moments where I now think, ah, I should have done that. And mm. I would like... Um, yeah, you can always do something better, but you can't think like that. I, I know, but uh, obviously I wouldn't know that. So, you know, when I was talking to David Gader of... Dragon Age fame, um, he asked me, so I, I don't usually share this on my blog, uh, but if you want me to, I will. And I was like, I don't, it's, uh, it's fine, thank you for playing it. Uh, mm. Because I was like, I don't want to force this person. Mm. I am not that important because mm. I see, I mean, to me, my, my work is always like an attempt to communicate something of myself. Mm. And so even though I'm talking about something different, I'm still, I think that's why I'm good at these things. Because I'm trying to give you a piece of myself, like how I understand this particular subject and yeah. the things that affect me are in the game. Um, but that, in the that same... taught me a lot of, as well. Like when we talk about um, stuff like that, it's more important to focus on on my feelings and how I experience it. It also like prevents to myself from doing like sweeping statements about other people. <laughs> 
right? It makes it more approachable and understandable, like where yeah. I'm coming from. And but in that same moment, then it becomes became to me like me promoting myself mm. while using other people's yeah. tragedies. Yeah, and so. I got in my head about that and I was very uncomfortable with it. And I'm still uncomfortable with it. I mean, I still would love if more people played the game. Hmm. Maybe I need to remove all the credits so I can like hawk it everywhere. So that I feel awkward. I don't know. Yeah. It's, it's a weird thing. Um, but yeah, from there, everything kind of went. Hmm. I guess. Thanks for joining us. You're not getting to my book there. Ah, that's too bad. Well, I guess you can catch it on Spotify. Don't <laughs> <laughs> like their followers on Twitter, Facebook, YouTube. Oh yeah, but since then, I feel like I, every couple of years, I mean, after that, you know, I went into hospital for a long time, and I think like two years of that, I basically was just in and out of hospitals and therapy and everything. Um, but even after, hmm. you know, I... Or like I think after it started that I've noticed how not okay I was. And I specifically remember in 2018 when I went to the GDC um, that, you know, I suddenly like in the middle of that huge hall, like I had the realization, holy shit, I don't like my job. And it was just a thing where suddenly I realized I'm miserable. And I remember coming back from it and like kind of talking to you about it. Um... I mean, my thing was never that I wanted to quit. It was just I wasn't okay. And mm. I think I've never really been okay because I've really been trying to... Because I really bought into that uh, idea of, yeah, this is actually really my fault. Like, even while I was talking about how it's not my fault, it was just like kind of me trying to convince myself but not even really believing it, mm. that this is not my fault, that we're not doing better. That if I just could get myself together and make a better trailer or do more marketing, tweet more, whatever else, you know, then we could be, then this could be a smash hit if only I would do my part and mm. that it's not happening, that's my fault. And I am basically at this point where I'm just like, this is killing me. And clearly it's not working, so I'm not even sure what I'm killing myself for, but it's more for the idea of not it's harder to work together i feel at that point because it's not just me and it's the mm. same thing i have now with my family and stuff now that, that, that that's expanded and stuff you know what? i'm like i'm okay being oh, poor right. and i'm i don't i don't give a shit about most you know concerns <laughs> regular people should have because i'm like ah eh, whatever even if i end up you know on the street, I'm I'm okay with. You've been outside the the, the real grind <laughs> for so long that you you realize that it's quite fine there, right? No, like but like even it's not I'm not I'm not worried too. of I'm not worried about consequences about real consequences really. You oh. know, like um, like the time when I got this place three years ago, hmm. um, I that was one of those moments where I like I didn't have any money. Uh, but I leased this apartment without having the money to even pay the, you know, the, uh, what is it called? Endowment? Down payment? The thing you get back, I don't know, when you move out again, it'll come to me. Yeah, that thing. Um, I didn't have money for that even, 
I booked myself at a two session, um, and I booked myself a ticket to Norway for uh, a game jam, I think. And it was like so many things at once, I had no money, but that's kind of how I approach things because I I'm like. never understood that, by the way. No, because that's how things work for me. If I think about them, I wouldn't do them, so I just do them and then figure them out. I only do it when I've really thought about it. Nah, that's the reason why that's... I'm never getting any tattoos. Because I'm always like thinking, well, we still like it. If it is it really the best you wanna you can and then then I, yeah. I mean I, I only started after thirty because I was thinking about it for very, very many <laughs> years until I knew, okay, that's the thing that I want. Hmm. Um yeah, but yeah, yeah, it's a good concept going there. Yeah. I don't know what to do with this yet. I'm I miss it. Well, I miss will, getting tattoos. Will be a couple of games coming out. But <laughs> and I'm that's sure the thing. So I'm, fill the gap so I'm saying I'm not gonna rush it. You know, mm-hmm. I have hopefully fifty years ahead of me of more media I want to wear on my body. So <laughs> I'll give it some time. Um, but yeah, no, it's yeah. Basically, I was not having. I think the best time I've had with Hypnotic Al was last year, because we had funding. Um, you were working on stuff that I'm not allowed to touch because I would do it wrong. Um, so all I had yeah. to do was something <laughs> that I actually was excited to do. Uh, so just the announcement video, which was just nonsense that makes me kind of laugh. <laughs> so that was all I had to do. I was secure. Well, uh, you had to do a lot of other stuff. And you did? I don't remember. I feel like I didn't do anything. I didn't, and I allowed myself to not do anything. Okay, well, that's the important part, right? Yeah, I mean, we had a pandemic. It, 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 so not I was doing like, anything is, isn't, isn't the solution. It's allowing yourself yes. to do nothing. That was really good because I knew I was financially secure for the moment. I knew there was nothing that I could like blame myself for because, you know, I'm not allowed to go outside, so I have to stay in. I can't deal with problems that are happening halfway around the world. All I have to deal with is this trailer, and I have six months to do it, so that was nice. <laughs> I had a good time with that. And then it stopped, because then I started panicking, and then there were more jobs and more projects, and we needed money, and then it didn't work this way, and then we needed to do this, and if that doesn't work, then it didn't happen, and then we started anything, it was terrible. Mm. Terrible, terrible time. And, of course, I've always felt guilty about it, but at this point, I'm kind of like that way I say, I really did try. I really did try to make like the best compromise, like integrate myself as best as possible. I can't do it. I am incapable of doing it. Mm. And I'm just going to accept that now. And I'm not going to work. And part of that, you know, exhaustion that I've been dealing with is probably that I'm not actually not going to work for a while. Um, just to convince myself that it's actually okay to not do it. Hmm. Um, but also, I'm so profoundly exhausted. Hmm. Like I think I don't even really realize like how much this pandemic is exhausting me. Is it kind of whatever about it? I think I've I've read that like um, while extroverted people have felt worse about it during the time of the COVID uh, than the the lockdown and all that stuff introverted people have reported they are feeling better now but so. it's, a, it's again a thing of degrees right yes you want to have less social obligations but you don't want none yes. 
Uh, yeah, 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 I guess for me it's great. That's like, a security deposit. That's the word. Oh yeah, nice one. But yeah, it, so in so the basic thing is, I want to get back to what we actually wanted to do to just kind of happen to make games when yeah. we feel like it, and otherwise just hang out and have a good time. Like, why can't that be our lives? Just have a good time. Well, I always want to make work on game. I mean, I want to work on the wizard all the time, and then I want yeah, to work I mean, on go games, for it. So, and I will just do that, and I will stop stressing about tweeting because that <laughs> that's what really it's really holding me down is all that thinking about how can I take it out there so people can see it and, and how can I optimize being seen and being successful and, see, and that's and the all thing that. you didn't put into the project plan what worrying worrying right <laughs> no and I think I mean of course it's yeah. a joke but also partially not because if you spend all the time worrying you're going to be much slower and you plan the project as if you weren't worrying so you need to actually I, I plan it opt uh, very optimistically <laughs> then I double the times but it's still <laughs> too low yeah because the worrying is constant you need I to mean put a lot of that stuff yeah a lot of stuff works but you, you don't plan to work like all the day but you do worry all the day so um, yeah. you can't plan for peak performance that's just gonna get you because well, you can't have peak performance I haven't planned for peak performance but what kind of that was very unrealistic what you planned, right? It's not. No, it wasn't. It yes, really it was. Wasn't. Of course, it we was. Did, we managed to do most of it. Uh, we managed to do half. No, 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 no. I am pretty sure that the roguelike mode and the level editor and daily dungeons is as much work as we've put in it now. Well, that's not in the plan, you know. The level editor was, but roguelike and daily dungeons wasn't in the. Plan it wasn't. The no, no. Interesting. No, so just a more. Just level it and I think I could have like put out one, but it would not have been good, so I didn't do it. And also, like the marketing stuff took more time than I thought. Of course, like with every project, like things shift and it didn't work out. But uh, we did do most, and it, we did. Uh, so I, then why I, were you so stressed all to, the time? I'm always. It's my <laughs> secret. I'm always stressed. Um, and we did even more than we had planned, you know? What? What? <laughs> we did it! So why do you find it so hard we to write this report if we did more oh, than it we was, planned? It was way easier today. <laughs> That's good. Way easier. That's and good. I, I suddenly had a lot to talk about, like, <laughs> how, we, how we started, like, the hoot out, how we, I did, like, dev streams. Well, that, that's not in, in the plan, but it, we did it anyway. Or... Um, I forgot some something else. There were a couple of things we didn't really plan for. Uh, the the redo of the main menu that looks so cool now, right? It's not in a plan. And you did that. I didn't do it. It's true. Oh, still could be better. Just have to figure out how still can money be. can be. So much of that is also money. Yeah, I think money is 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 like it's levy to do the stuff. Right, and the less you have that, the more you have to scrape by, or I don't know. It's freedom in our society. The more money you have, the less you have to worry, and the less worry you have, the more your brain is free for other stuff. But if you just, you know, step step outside, or as uh, I think Timothy Leary said, uh, tune in. 
Mm. Uh, something else, drop out. <laughs> Damn it, why can't I remember how that goes? Tune in. Ah, drop out. But basically, <laughs> this society is unhealthy. Oh, leave it now. Leave it as soon as you can. And just don't worry about all it. Really think about why, what you have to worry about. And it's, it's kind of fucked up to say that in our privileged positions as yeah. white man in Germany, getting social benefits. But really, why shouldn't we take advantage of that? Because if we don't, it's not helping anyone. No, of course we should take advantage of that. And we did Absolutely. pay lots of money in there when we did get some from the government. Exactly. So they need to give it back. They don't have even paying me the full rate they should. Ridiculous. So, uh, so I think the like book time is tomorrow. Uh, not tomorrow. Next next week. Next oh. week we're gonna learn something about anarchy. Oh, that's from good. Peter Kropotkin, the conquest of bread. Great book. Hmm. Well. So should we do a quick? What's a quick look? Are you curious? What I built. Well, we could leave it for next time. Oh, it'll like, it'll be different next time. So yeah, I'm, I feel I feel comfortable. Okay, let's do some some Valheim time. Who? <laughs> oh, right. Okay. <laughs> So, so yeah, it's a new setup. Uh, our Valheim story will be left for tomorrow than like the one I had with my buddies. Ah, right. Yeah, I'm sure I'll have more. To Interesting, do. right? We, we 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 didn't anticipate that this was will be like a longer episode. No, yeah. we were we were very much anticipating the episode. Oh, opposite. Ugh, who's talking? It's a weird voice. Uh, I just want to see if it runs smoothly because earlier it looked. Well, I can't look at it while being in full screen, but I just want to know that it's fine. Oh, wait. Shit, now we're, we're full on in the middle. Look away for a second. <laughs> I can run down. Oh, God, hopefully I'm not going to die while I'm jumping everywhere. You don't. Why do we have so much wood? Oh, did I die? I probably died. I <laughs> died. Yep. I did die. Anyway, so, that's, so we get a fresh look at the whole thing. That's cool. And it looks smooth-ish. So let me get a beer. Do you need one? No, I don't know. I'm still good. Still good. <laughs> yeah, I think it's it's not not um, surprising. It's not a coincidence that like games that let you leave this society to build your own stuff um, are so popular in general. But also in really the same way. Uh, that our system works. Like I think a lot about colonization while playing this. <laughs> yeah. And you'll see in a in a minute what I'm talking about because I took like a like a sacred temple of an indigenous force and like turned <laughs> it into like a commodity. Oh wow. <laughs> so let's have a quick look at my my space. So over here is where I arrived with my boat that was destroyed sadly. I would have shown it to you. It's the big barge. Which is fun. So anyway, so this is the house that I'm building. Wow. This is where the elder sits for me. Uh, yeah, the roof is going to be a construction because I'm having real trouble dealing with that height. Yeah. Uh, so I'll see. I 
I want to avoid columns, extra columns, because I really like using the... Okay, so here you have the elder thingy. <laughs> this is where you summon it. Um, and yeah, and I built myself a little bit of a house around it, <laughs> if you will. Uh, there's so many materials in here. It's... I mean, I used up all my... If you remember my rows of stones from yeah. excavating the harbor, yeah. uh, I used up all of them, and that was already six thousand. And since then, I've collected more. Um, yeah. Sounds like work. It's a <laughs> that's I, thankfully I had that already, so I could quickly build a base. But now the wood, I and I did this for real again. I'm having much more fun building than just you know getting. Like, I'm going to cheat with the furniture, because I don't feel like, for me, the, the fun the, of the work the is building the place. Yeah. And I don't want to... That They have so many, uh, like, restrictions. For now, I'm making it... Like, I have fun collecting, you know, 500 pieces of wood to build another section of my roof. I don't have so much fun, you know, collecting all sorts of wild stuff to build. By the way, do you use the the uh, charms? I think you. Uh, I see you have Ixthir, uh there. Oh yeah. Because there's one like to to let you be faster with trees. Trees. Yeah. It, uh, I use it. I have. Uh, uh, I have used it uh, to to collect this wood, but it doesn't really. It's one of those things. You know, they have a buff, but it doesn't do that much. doesn't feel that. Uh, it's, it's always a shame. It's a, I think that's the problem like, in general when you go with like buffs that just, uh, like just a number that goes up or down. <laughs> yeah. Because to, to, to really fit a high enough um, to, make, to create a contrast that you can feel, it's going to be tough with balancing... Um, so I, I like like if, if features and stuff give you new abilities, it's much mm. feels much better. Very pretty. Yeah, here's my cool windows. Oh, uh, nice. It's cool. And cool here's the design idea. Here's the statues. I use them for. Uh, wait, why can't I? Oh, because I don't have a hammer. Okay, I guess I need to collect myself real quick. <laughs> collect yourself. <laughs> and... Just to see what the stresses are, because they're like really particular in this instance. It's a very complicated hmm. arrangement, I feel, personally. Um, what? Why am I over-encumbered? Skeleton surprise. Oh yeah, that's, that's a raid, I guess. I'm gonna ignore it. Skeleton surprise, okay. Wait. Sounds like a... Oh. Ah, there we go. Ah, you feel stronger. Yeah, it's because of my cool belt. Alright, and so um so yeah, so something that I like struggle with is the the weights of this mm. because they're decaying quickly. Um but you can use if you build into the stone and obviously it's a ah, base one. That, that's right? what I was thinking, uh, if you can do that. But really it doesn't help that much because only this is like close enough to steady that one. Yeah. Uh, here it isn't, and so I can make it asymmetrical or have less of it, and of course I'm not going to make it asymmetrical. Um, and then up here I have my... You're an animal. Here's my roof. Like Red King. <laughs> <laughs> the asymmetrical house. Unbelievable. Nice people. <laughs> 
Well, I guess this is now the test if they're actually gonna watch the rest like they claimed. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, now the roof is like a real because like look mm. at how, look at these oh, values right. like they're already shit, yeah. and I don't know how to secure them better. Like what I wanna avoid is no, actually I don't think that's the green there, right? Ah. So you, but you have to, yeah, you, you need to to. Wait, let's let's go all the way. I think up. you have to do it like on the edges, right? Uh, I'm I'm gonna need more more pillars. Yeah, that's 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 kind of the thing that I don't want. Like I already tried mm. this now. I don't actually want partitions, but uh, I tried to secure it more. But yeah, I'm basically two tiles short because the next mm. one breaks. Mm. And um, so I have to figure the that. Skeletons out. are tired of fighting. How can <laughs> skeletons be tired? <laughs> and yeah, so. Yeah, the rest is just gonna be, and a lot, a lot of it's gonna be a hole, you know, because um, yeah. it does spread. Oh, it spreads. It does spread a little bit. Or is it like cone-like? Yeah, I guess so. Yeah. yeah, and so yeah, I think I need a bit of an open roof, which I also like. Yeah. But I don't have the stability, and what I wanted to avoid. Actually, I didn't want even that many, um, you know, pillars. Uh, yeah. But I would basically need more stone pillars that reach above those, mm. and that means that down here. Well, you I, you do have an awful. <laughs> so if you look around here, it was unexpected. Like I don't want to put stone pillars like in those walkways, you know. Yeah, I don't like awesome. that idea. Yeah. Uh, but I probably will have to. So I have to figure out a way to make that work. Yeah, it's very high what you're building there. Very high. Yes, I like very high places, and I actually. Uh, on purpose opted. You know you, you're losing skill points by just like... I have no skill drain. Ah, right. Well, it's just the ones. Um, <laughs> so yeah, it's... Um, I have, I, I'll have to figure something out. Because, yeah. I'm, but do you think you, had, you would have more fun with the game if there weren't the restrictions? Yes. No. Depends on which ones. Like the building restricts, of course, that makes it more interesting, right? But uh, like resource gathering and stuff. So, hmm. Well, I guess it's again like a little bit of a nuanced thing. Oh, yeah, I think here you can see it goes up like two, three tiles and then it starts spreading. Hmm, okay. Um, so, hmm. I guess it depends because uh, the thing that I complain most about, like how it gets so much more difficult and is less rewarding than mm. it used to be, which I I'm really the missing. reward is, I think, the same, but because it, mm, it really isn't, because like the reward is the same, but the amount in which you are rewarded yeah, how quickly, to say, yeah. which I count as the reward. The, the reward doesn't just... scale, but the amount of work you need to do. Oh, absolutely, does. and that's really annoying. Yeah. Um, like even. Okay, so I enjoy the building a lot because I have like this thing of, oh, I want to try this uh, and I want to make it look cool. And then I just, you know, get all the resources that I need and I don't mind going back necessarily. I wish that the buff, for example, to fell trees more quickly would actually work more quickly because I don't feel like it does actually do that much. Like, yeah, you, you save like one hit maybe, but it's still a lot of hits to fill, you know, I don't know. It's hmm. and I do enjoy the challenge of constructing this. So, which is also why I didn't want to cheat. Hmm. Like I like constructing this, and I like constructing it with my own labor. Yeah. 
Yeah, uh, the challenge is, I did is this. kind of part of the fun, right? Yeah, and figuring out how to stabilize this. Isn't it interesting that when we talk about work? Yeah. That like, it's not, the problem isn't the challenge or like the friction. That's kind of part of the fun. It's something else that, that that's, drains the fun out of it. It's and the, that's really the thing. When, when this game becomes work, right? When you are being forced to do things that you don't actually want to do, that are not part of your fantasy. Like, this is part of my fantasy fulfillment, right? Mm, yeah. Uh, and so I'm having a lot of fun playing around with it. But, yeah, and then suddenly that has to change. And suddenly I need to complete a lot more tedious mm. and timely actions that don't feel as exciting. And I'm not as excited about the game anymore because then it's not, then it's not me doing what I want to do and getting to live out the fantasy. Then it's me doing work for the privilege of work of living out the fantasy and that yeah that ruins it for me <laughs> i really hate work <laughs> <laughs> oh yes i'm gonna figure out how to put a roof on this thing i could have done the more slanted one but i yes. wanted the big one i wanted a <clears throat> yeah a three level well, maybe you will have to scale down never gonna happen maybe you'll find a way I will not. I'm, I'm gonna put. I mean, I'm not. I'm trying to make this work in a certain way. Like I try to make this work uh, without the second row, but then the second row seems to give a little bit more stability, but also not that much. You I think I'm really maxing you're not using it out. Half pillars there, right? No, it's, it's sometimes. Full. Like some of these are going half through the floor, but okay, on the other end because it's and uneven. because then you get like oh, okay. But uh, actually, you don't really need these. These yeah, are more for aesthetic. Just good. No, no. <laughs> uh, yeah, because these pillars, they yeah, they have the same effect, <laughs> um, and that makes it more difficult because I get confused about that. I think okay, this is gonna help, and then it doesn't help at all. <laughs> <laughs> it's looking good. It's, it's looking good. Yeah. So that's. Why do we have so much food? Yeah, because I like. I'm pretty sure. Like when I started, so this entire uh, area was full of materials. That was the first thing I did. Like everything was full of piles of stones and the other side of piles of wood. And then I just kept doing that and I actually... So what I then did, like I have the portal to the... We did the ground as well, huh? Oh yeah, this, uh, this is by me. Uh -huh. So like I dug this out until its base form. <laughs> Uh, let's put it in the ground. You know, um, that would be too much work for me. <laughs> <laughs> it is also part of what's super confusing because when I had like piles of wood down here yeah. and I would try to, you know, then take them, you know, I would just hammer on the destroy button to get them and would, <laughs> oh, you know, right. remove the floor because I, it looks like stone so I don't think about it. <laughs> and yeah, it's... Um, Ah, yeah. I had a lot of fun, and yeah, and this was my latest effort from going to the Stonehenge and just, and this is like, I used three times as much wood, so I'm pretty sure, like, I'm above the 10,000 uh, once this project is done, so that's... So you, you mastered it then, right? Is that 10,000? Oh. <laughs> I have mastered having wood. <laughs> So yeah, so that's my that's my new project that I'm kind of idling with. Yeah. 
And yeah, but I also was thinking a lot about how much I would appreciate if this game had basically our what we were thinking about in terms of customization. That you can like uh, yeah. modify how. Yeah, I'd really love to like change how much uh, health I have, mm. um, how much stamina you know that I can, or if I need it even that I can like play without stamina. I would love that because like some of the time I like really don't give a shit about. It's just annoying. Mm. Um, I would love to. Uh, wait, what's the like? What was the thing that? Okay, well, I guess I would. I was just thinking if. Do I want to disable the weights? But yeah, why not? I don't know if I just want to build something pretty. Maybe I don't want to worry about hmm. if I'm allowed to do this by the game. It would make the, the building process just... It would make me less interested in it, Which definitely. Is, yeah. But I also would appreciate the option, I guess. Yeah. Because it's not really... I don't feel, feel like it's important that it doesn't. So you have this. And apparently... Wait, I can build it? Or oh, I just need stone? But yeah, then I can have a fire source inside. But wait, but does it count as ground? It's understand, right? Yeah, okay. You need to go up to... Let's see, let's see, let's see what happens. Ah, it works! Look at that. Interesting. So I can have a fire source inside. Because I really would want my... Uh, if I have a bedroom here... I don't know why I would do this. I probably will have several. It's because I want one for aesthetics and one for use. <laughs> um, <laughs> what I would really like... Well, you're is... not sleeping in a pretty bedroom. No, no it's just for show. <laughs> yeah, because I've been basically... Love the chamber my, over there under the... Under my bed up here. <laughs> you know, like on the upper level of the loft. Oh, I like lofts, I think. Because I always build really roomy... Yeah. Roomy places. Yeah. Lots of space that I don't know what to do with. I just like it. <laughs> but yeah. So that's that. And very I guess pretty, very pretty indeed. Next time we see how I figured it out. So stay tuned. Yes. Oh, okay. So. Oh, connection is broken and there it is again. Well, we only like lost. to kill yourself. What? Uh, yeah, that's true. But he's trying his best to stop it. So. <laughs> we have to wait a week. Then for for the big read, yeah, it's not gonna be a it's bit it's gonna be a bit of a reading, a uh -huh. bit of a reading. I wanna I wanna show that how how re recent no how um how actual we actual um how current is this? how current. This great book about anarchy is, which was written in eighteen ninety two. So one hundred and thirty years, thirty years ago. Well, let's find out what it is all about next time. Yes. So, thank you very much for joining us, yes. as always. And we will, yeah, see you then for more books, for more anarchy. Go to Maybe. our website. Ugh, yeah, whatever. What you do, do what you want. Uh, Stop follow working. Follow us on Twitter, but we, uh, we don't post a lot. Don't do it. Um, we have a newsletter on our website. We have what Instagram. That we are never going to post again, I'm pretty sure. 
Um, yeah. Because but whatever. Do come come by next week, same time, same. If you want to platform. We don't care either way. Yeah, don't don't force yourself. <laughs> uh, be lazy. Yeah, always. And Dare to be lazy. Yeah. Enjoy the time you have. Goodbye, Wavenazil. And yeah. Yes. See you then. Bye. Bye. Bye.